Framework is a show consecrated to field recording and its use in composition. Field recording, phonography, the art of sound hunting. Open your ears and listen. Framework A Field is a series of special editions curated and produced by guest artists from around the world. A new edition airs every second week, alternating with our usual Framework broadcasts. For more information, see our website at www.frameworkradio.net. This edition has been produced in Switzerland by Jason Kahn and is entitled Soundings. For more information, see his website at jasonkahn.net. That's J-A-S-O-N-K-A-H-N. Sebo Tzedak Zirise. In the wind blowing across the lake of Zurich from the Alps, looming off in the east, a dense mesh of sound assaulting my ears, pricked up to the point of hurting, straining to listen deep into this microcosmos of seagull cry, chattering metal clasps, vibrating canvas sails, shaking and shivering in the gusts of wind, or when it all quiets down for a minute or two, the gentle lapping of waves against the boat's hulls, bobbing now like corks or floating bottles, reminding me of long ago in Geneva on Lake Le Mans, hearing these sounds for the first time, standing there a full hour or more, the vast expanse of blue water, cloudless sky, thoughts swept clean by the wind and sun, the gentle clinking and canvas flapping, just ghosts caught in the sails.
Langstrasse pedestrian underpass. This space, a swirling vortex of trains passing above, voices out of nowhere, skaters taking the ramped wall while columns of traffic pass just outside the other wall, plastered with advertising for holidays, insurance, anti-fascism, feminism, ways to save the planet, ways to leave the planet. If I close my eyes, it's easy to disappear in the hail of sound and echo, the feel of a cool breeze as bikes and scooters go whizzing by, getting sucked through this tube of rushing sound. Air Raid Sirens, Zurich. The first Wednesday in February every year, 1.30 to 2 p.m., phasing across the city like jets zigzagging in the sky, but not. Just the sound of our air raid sirens getting tested, creating a panic, racing pulse, the sense that something could go very wrong someday. Maybe not this day, but when the bombs drop, or perhaps it will be missiles or just tiny drones picking us off in their sights. As the alarms rage and our screams join the chorus, the sirens weave for us with nowhere to run or hide in this pretty city on a lake. Röntgenplatz. Named after the inventor of the X-ray, hemmed in on all sides by apartment houses, this place used to be an intersection, which at some point got paved over with concrete and a big patch of gravel, 
right in the middle with a couple of trees planted for good measure. All the sounds here ricochet off the houses and the gravel crackles underfoot or when bicyclists ride across, some of the faster ones skating and sliding to avoid stray children playing ball or roller skating, their screams and laughter momentarily blotting out the city pulsing in from all sides around us. I often like to sit here at night and listen to the sounds of the place unfold and collide. Einmal Vegetarisch. Soße, ja. Zweimal mit Lamm. Auch Soße? Ja. Das wird hier. Zweimal Dose. Mit Lamm, ja. Dann äh, zwei Lammroll. Und äh, zwei Samosa. Und äh, zwei von den Kügel. Und wenn Sie haben noch ein paar Chilis dabei. Danke. Ich. Ja, ist gut. Friends Corner, our beloved neighborhood Sri Lankan restaurant. Standing at the cash register with my microphones clipped on and reciting a litany of delicacies, which I will soon be taking home to devour with my family. The ventilation system hums mightily in the background, and from the grill, that rapid-fire sound of knives chopping up kotu roti, steel on steel, which is so loud that a friend of mine who lives in the house next door, can clearly hear the whole night through. I felt just a bit guilty once telling her that kotu roti is my favorite dish, but hopefully she's not home this evening as Friends Corner fill my order. Zurich Main Train Station. Me and the kids moving through the big hall of the train station, where I once stood every day for a month, so many years ago, making recordings, frozen there in time and shape, like a display window dummy, hands on my recorder, the big hall resonating like crazy, a veritable whirlpool of sounds. And on this recording of me and the kids, I can hear when we leave the main hall, and take the escalator down into the bowels of the station, that endless labyrinth of stores, fast food restaurants, people just hanging out, because when you're young and from Aarau or Schwamendingen or Uster, this is where you go on the weekend, with your friends to pass the time 
and look at all the other kids, done up in the latest fashion and fresh haircuts, as we pass unnoticed, getting a bit lost even though I've lived here for 20 years now. Yet all I really know is that massive hall above, as though I'd ingested its very essence into my soul, whatever that may be, and some nights I dream of the station, the pressure building until I can only hear this dense echo of all the world's sounds mashing up together. People talking, heavy footsteps. This sea of voices, a white noise inside my head, tinnitus tuned to the perfect pitch of laughter, conversation, the sing-song of Swiss German, and beneath all of this, floorboards cracking noisily, we could almost say violently, under the weight of so many footsteps, back and forth, some in a hurry, others measured, trotting on with no destination, or maybe to the bar, wait a while for the concert to begin, here in the Volkertorm, a place famous for its creaking floors, but, in my case, the concert has already begun, finding melodies in the voices, rhythms in the footsteps, that subtle resonance of this former military stable, the horses long gone, the earth they stood on, now a noisy expanse of wood and footsteps, voices floating in the ether, waiting for the show to begin. Hof on a Windy Night I could write a lot about our Hof, which in English translates to courtyard, and in this case is that space between our building and our neighbors across the way, that great expanse of playground, grass, and the odd tree, which in summer completely blocks out daylight from the apartment windows. But now it's winter, and I'm sitting in our garden, listening to the wind blow against the awnings meant to provide shade or privacy to their inhabitants, but which now, some rolled up, 
others flapping like sails in the wind, only play a kind of symphony, mixed in with the occasional dreaded wind chime from the people next door or the great St. Joseph church bells, blasting out the time and momentarily obliterating all other sounds from my ears. But mostly I just hear those awnings, filling the hof with their sound, the metal handles ringing against the balcony posts, reminding me of some kind of giant cowbell in Appenzell, but sounding much bigger, as if Godzilla wore such a bell around his neck as he rampaged through Zurich, breathing fire and just before completely annihilating the city, giving us a few quick glimpses of the Alps, rising off in the east, snowbound and incredibly beautiful. University of Zurich, Main Hall. This great dark hall, a world of shadows and voices, swimming around me or whispering in my head, but not, just echoes building upon echoes, bouncing from the gigantic dome above, from wall to wall, and back again, until all I can hear is this sweeping tide of sound washing over me, leaving me floating in space, aloft in this current of soft conversation and sounds from the city trickling in, like the glints of sunlight from the windows above. A tram passes by outside, and the world suddenly becomes the inner workings of a jet's turbine. The voice is gone, only this deep rumbling. I can imagine the walls and floor beneath my feet shaking as we get ready for takeoff, the noise from the jet's engines mounting. Soon we will have left this dark hall of higher learning, behind for blue skies, the horizon falling away in the distance as we trace the Earth's curve and fly forever, far, far away. Pedestrian underpass, S-Bahn station. 
I'm in another pedestrian underpass, somewhere on the outskirts of Zurich, listening to the deep thunder of trains above and the way sounds mix here in this resonant space, suddenly blown to smithereens by this kid stomping his way through the underpass, blam, 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 like shots going off, and then he starts to count down. Zehn, nun, acht, sieben, sechs, fünf, vier, through zwei, eins, whereby I imagine a bout of hide-and-seek is about to commence, though I don't see any other kids around, hear any other loud footsteps running to hide. Just this one little guy, who has now noiselessly disappeared to the platforms above, hiding or seeking, I can't be sure. Tamil Supermarket. These sounds in the Tamil Supermarket, the beeps from a cash register, me pulling some metal pans from the shelves, a language I can't make heads or tails of, filling my ears, an occasional interjection of German, lecker, and then what might be two customers haggling. All these sounds bring back even more vividly the smell of this place, all that dried fish piled high, pungent waft of raw meat as I walk by the butcher's station, then turn down an aisle of spices, a rainbow of scents, some identifiable but most unknown. This whole place, a crazy mix of odors and sounds, just around the corner from my house, each day waiting there for me to get lost in, this sensorial overload of a small corner store. Bicycle room, a nearly empty room, except for a bike or two, but not really empty, because of all the sounds which fill this space. Every now and then water trickles down the pipes, breaking the hum of the city noise, seeping through the thin walls, and wrapping me in a cocoon of familiar sounds. 
I can hear the footsteps and soft voices of kids walking in the hallway just on the other side of the wall, the constant start and stop of trams at the station outside. It feels good in here, listening to the ebb and flow of the most ordinary sounds, amplified far out of proportion by the natural reverb of this empty space, concrete floors and walls slapping the sound back and forth. doors opening in the huge, empty room. I'm in a huge, empty room somewhere in the city on one of my wanderings. Something humming in the background, the ghostly rumblings of tramps passing by outside, footsteps marching from left to right, and then a door cracks open, either the sound of freedom or something ominous and perhaps even dangerous let loose in the room. But nothing happens, other than that same door slamming shut again, a key rattling around in the lock like an unholy closet full of skeletons, whose bleached white bones I can distinctly see now, clacking and shaking to the sound of my breath, and the city outside, shut out again as the lock clicks shut, leaving me alone in this empty space somewhere in Zurich. Bus ride with Alice. I'm in the bus taking Alice to her circus class. We get on at Limatplatz, climb across the Kornhausbrücke, and make our way up the hill to Bookegplatz. The bus runs pretty silent, except for its gears whirring mightily as we push up the hill. Voices surround us, a couple of dudes from Eritrea, I guess, discussing something in their language, which, of course, I can't understand. And next to them, two Swiss women going on in Switzerdeutsch, which I can understand, but I'm actually trying not to. And it's nice just sitting here with Alice, both of us quiet and listening to a world of voices in the number 32 bus. 
outside Bar Rio. There used to be this bar across the street from where I lived, called Bar Rio, as in El Barrio, and with this name you would expect that they specialized in Latin music, and you would be right, because on this evening I stood outside the windows, looking on to Bar Rio's dance floor and bandstand, which in this moment had numerous musicians playing a salsa number to which many people were indeed dancing. It looked like a good night, and I could feel the bass lines moving through my gut as the sound of trams and cars driving by reminded me of waves breaking on a beach somewhere far from here, a quiet place beneath a starry sky. Teenagers walking by. On Friday nights, the kids are all right, roving in small packs, bottles in one hand, phone in the other. Sometimes I catch snippets of their conversations, excited exclamations of things that happened, bursts of nonsensical joy, a flurry of words barely decipherable to my old ears, because I can't hear so good anymore, but also because the dialect is especially thick and impenetrable on a Friday night, tongues swollen from alcohol, smoke, the urgency to get everything out at once, staccato machine gun or fire hose spewing. What I do get is the texture of it all, that energy of being young, out with your friends, free in the night, bottle in one hand, phone in the other. Grossminster. This room sounds like it's in my head. The shuffling footsteps over wooden floorboards or ancient cold stone pews, creaking under the weight of people sitting or getting up to take their leave, and the magnificent organ looming over us on high, notes from heaven showering down or trembling our bones when the deep register kicks in. The whole space shaking, vibrating, throbbing under the weight of these immense sound waves. I walk to the back of the church and stand before the long windows, rising from the floor to the arched roof soaring high above, afternoon sunlight flashing in between dark clouds passing, hot for one moment, then cold the next. 
My kids come over and whisper they'd like to go up the bell tower and have a look across Zurich. We walk over to the stairway leading up to the observation deck, but discover the tower is closed for repairs. skateboarders under the Kornhaus Brücke. There they go, back and forth, back and forth, accelerating toward the rail, scraping along while another swings back and forth, like a pendulum on the half-pipe, until boom, off he goes, everything echoing like crazy here beneath the Kornhaus Brücke, where the city has built this little skater's paradise, reminding me of growing up in Los Angeles, finding myself and some friends one day in a backyard with an empty pool. I can't remember how we got there. Did we break in? Was the house being torn down or were the owners just away? The pool had lots of cracks and maybe that's why it was empty. The skaters skimmed along the white concrete, shooting right up to the top and then flipping their wheels over the edge and swooping back down again. I'd never seen anything like this before but somehow it just seemed so normal, as all strange things in Los Angeles always appeared to be. Altersheim Carnival Music There's an old folks' home, the Altersheim, right behind where I live, and to entertain the residents, marching bands sometimes play there, storming through questionable renditions of When the Saints Come Marching In, and to me lesser-known examples of the Swiss repertoire of carnival music, which is usually played on occasions of some frivolity and excessive alcohol consumption, something, of course, not factored in with this older crowd, sipping the occasional white wine or beer, while these ensembles stagger through various chestnuts, the musicians sounding drunk and maybe a bit out of place, 
the music moving forward like some great beast on the verge of collapsing, but somehow managing to hold on, reach the end of the song, and take a well-deserved break to imbibe, to conjure those spirits passed from New Orleans, Basel, Rio, where the juices flowed, sweaty bodies moving to the rhythm, the energy of being together, one brief eternity in celebration. The band kicks in again. Some of the old people have already fallen asleep in the late afternoon sun, a rollicking version of La Bamba soundtrack for their dreams. Music Hook, Piano Department. Now, these instruments my kids are allowed to play, and they go at it. Maria tearing into a rocking version of I Like the Flowers on a Bösendorfer, which probably cost the equivalent of my income for the next five years. In the background, someone rips through their four hours a day practice for the last 20 years' aggression, which makes for a nice contrast to the vision of waving flowers and waddling ducklings parading through my mind. For a brief instant, everyone stops playing, aside for the occasional tentative grope of random key combinations, bringing a distinctly avant-garde flavor to the sounds in the room, as if the ghosts of Cage and Tudor had suddenly materialized here and were giving their best, having the last laugh as Maria now tries to teach Alice all my little ducklings on a Cadillac of a Steinway, and some other equally ambitious little young person hammers out a violent rendition of chopsticks, which somehow will never sound better than what it truly is, no matter how big and expensive the piano. St. Josephskirche, Heinrichstrasse. 
inside St. Joseph's on the Heinrichstrasse, where they have a big cog the size of a wagon wheel plunked down outside right in front of the church to commemorate its affinity with this neighborhood in Zurich called Industry, because all the streets are named after industrial things like motors, gasometers, x-rays, factories. But St. Joseph has his own share of street and park names, not to mention a huge church which on this day I'm sitting in, listening to the city outside, every passing tram in the Limatstrasse reverberating like a sonic boom, until the huge bells begin to ring and drown out everything else. Leaving a sea of calm and quiet, I almost forget where I'm at, when suddenly a door opens and in walks the church caretaker, who slams the door behind him, and immediately it sounds like the world collapsing. Just this immense clapping and creaking, which is only surpassed by the caretaker's footsteps, one leg after the other, bashing into the stone floor until he disappears out the front doors, and the bells ring out. It's three in the afternoon. Rönkenplatz applause. We're in the middle of a plague, it seems. Darkness all around. I go looking for some light on this bright afternoon here on Rönkenplatz, where I've spent many an hour watching the people go by, or just appreciating the changing sky, light in the trees, and the city sounding off in the distance. I'm sitting here, taking this all in, when a quiet patter starts like the first instant of rain, gradually rising in force, the sound of clapping from balconies and open windows all around, eruption of hands on hands, the occasional yelp or holler, leaving me all the sadder because I know that in one month, nobody will be clapping anymore.
waiting for the tram on Limatplatz. Jetzt ist er kein Schweizer. Aschloch. Now this guy isn't Swiss. Asshole. Just the usual fare at Limatplatz, where the worlds of alcohol, drug abuse, urban stress, latent and not-so-latent racism, trendy night people, homeless, and those who might be better off in a padded room somewhere, collide. The Nichtschweizer, an African man, ignores the Schweizer Schweizer. African French, a beautiful song to my ears, swallowed up at times by the trams approaching and departing, the crazies hollering, a gaggle of young girls squealing with laughter and passing around a bottle with some kind of electric blue beverage sloshing around from time to time, anointing the ground of Limatplatz, holy nexus point in the city of Zurich, downtown Switzerland on the Limat. Corner, Kirchgasse, Neustadtgasse. Here in the shadows of Grossminster, looming into the blank night sky not far away from where I'm standing, waiting for the sounds to appear, the clip-clop of high heel shoes navigating perilously over cobblestone streets, the walkers' tempos growing a bit quicker, scurrying downhill to the limat glittering below, and slowing up again as they climb the opposite direction to the crest of the old town behind me. Other shoes tread noiselessly. A bike rider rings their bell, analog to Grossminster's huge brass forms, reverberating now only in my memory. They lie dormant until time coaxes them from their sleep, sending their massive sounds raining down across the city. A jet passes overhead, an odd car lost in the old town's winding maze of streets chugs by slowly, its motor running just above an idle.
Refrigerator hum, kitchen. What could be more boring? What could be more interesting? This eternal hum of our refrigerator, our ohm, the sound of unity, of infinity, the universe droning on and away, spanning millions of light years, our cosmic refrigerator made in Germany. The manufacturers could have never known what a transcendent experience this refrigerator could be for me and who knows, maybe for millions of other cosmic seekers, in awe of the unending, the pulse of electricity, cooling food, making ice, reminding us of how far we have come, the clang of ages, the pulse of life, that door to eternity, our refrigerator, not just an ordinary kitchen appliance, more like that monolith in 2001, A Space Odyssey, casting its long shadow in sound as we dance in rapture to the end of time. At home, scurrying footsteps, secret rustlings, a door bangs shut, kids laughing somewhere out in the hall or the innermost reaches of my mind. Then boom, something hits the floor from above as cartoon soundtracks rage in the living room, panoply of character voices and symphony orchestras canned for delivery. A brief lull in the storm allows the drone of dishwasher capture the space, and for once today I can hear the wind out in our yard blowing through the neighbor's wind chimes. Shoreline, Wallisofen. Walking along the gravel shore in Wallisofen, gale force winds stir up white caps, send my thoughts reeling on this cold March day, taking me back to the many summers spent here with the kids, safe haven of tiny waves, 
though sometimes the gravel hurt the soles of their feet. I'd usually arrive early before the crowds, maybe a small group of party people from the Rota Fabrik still hanging, passing a bottle, a joint, techno from their phones, but soon the rest would arrive, the families, the couples, flocks of teenagers, and maybe one of my kids was still a baby, asleep in the Kinderwagen, as I lay watching the leaves of a huge tree, looming above, shaking in the warm wind, unlike today, where only my bones shiver as I savor that sound of gravel crushing underfoot, giving me the feeling that I somehow belong here, connecting with the ground beneath my feet. Tram to Main Station Listening back to this, I can tell that I'm in one of the older trams, creaking, squealing, and generally just grumbling its way from station to station. The mechanized woman's voice calls out the stations in impeccable Suriduch, and the big iron wheels don't sound like they're running so smoothly anymore. I'm often surprised at how quiet it is inside these trams, especially the older ones, as if everyone were listening to the music of a dinosaur on its last legs, rheumatic and barely maintaining its crawling pace across the city. But I know this isn't true. Only crazy people would call this music or find it worth listening to. Sunday Bells, St. Joseph's. It starts quietly on Sundays, just birdsong and maybe wind moving the leaves and branches around. Then gradually it builds, first from afar, the city's other churches chiming in, bells pealing somewhere off in the distance, a hint of things to come, and then St. Joseph's kicks in with its mighty arsenal of gigantic bells. Just around the corner from us and across the street from where I used to live, my balcony looking out on St. Joseph's, which turned every Sunday morning into a living hell for me. Those ringing bells from on high, not particularly beautiful, but impressive, scary even, wiping out all other sounds in the immediate vicinity, 
the equivalent of a bomb dropping or being caught in the underflow after a mammoth wave has just broken, tumbling around in there, losing hope of ever surfacing again. Just like in this dense web of bells ricocheting off all the surrounding buildings, who knows, maybe even reaching to the Alps, looming clear and bright right at the end of the Limatstrasse. And then suddenly, thankfully, the bells slowly stop ringing. The city sounds creep in again, other bell towers around the city still making their voices heard, quieter now than the mighty birds singing, reclaiming the world again on this Sunday morning. You have been listening to Framework Afield. For more information, see our website at www.frameworkradio.net. Framework is made possible by its Patreon supporters. For more information, see patreon.com slash frameworkradio. Thanks for listening.